Hi guys, and welcome back to the podcast. I actually had a completely different episode mapped out for today, but the topic of jealousy has been so prevalent in my conversations with my one-on-one clients and a few of my friends this week that I thought I would do an entire episode on it in hopes that it might give you a new perspective on how you might be feeling when it comes to jealousy and also a look into how you can reframe it. I believe we all possess unique skills and abilities as human beings, and one skill I feel like I am really, really good at is that I rarely experience jealousy, and on the occasions when I do, I am able to shift out of that feeling very quickly. And the reason I'm sharing this is not to put myself on a pedestal, but instead to share my mindset around the topic in hopes that it might change your life. I am also wanting to be very clear. I in no way, shape, or form am saying that I don't experience jealousy ever because I definitely do, but it is rare. And if it does show up for me, I am able to move through it quickly because I don't stay stuck in a feeling of jealousy for long. I have the tools to reframe it. And I do believe this is a skill, which means it can be learned. So that's good news. If you're someone who really struggles with jealousy, that this is a skill that can be learned. I also know that one of the number one ways to unlock success in your life is through your mindset. So a hot tip is that if you can get around people or learn from people who have a certain mindset or belief system that you want, it can completely transform you because it opens you up to this new way of thinking. When I hire a coach, I do so because I like the way they think and I want to learn how they process certain things to get them to where they are in life. So that is also why I think sharing my perspective on jealousy might be super helpful for you because if you are someone who struggles with this, it can give you a different insight and maybe a chance to have some compassion for yourself but also to hold yourself accountable to the energy you are bringing. And why this episode is important is because when we are constantly feeling jealous, it puts us in a victim mentality and it strips us of a lot of our power. It also makes it really difficult to take action that benefits us from that place of feeling jealous. It keeps us stuck, it keeps us small, sad, scared, feeling of unworthiness, feeling like something might be wrong with us. So on top of all of that, if you have ever actually seen a vibrational frequency chart, you can Google it, but jealousy is one of the emotions that is towards the very bottom, which means that it puts you in a super low vibration. And if you've heard the saying, your vibe attracts your tribe, then you may be familiar with the concept of manifestation, the concept of law of attraction. And that simply put, you are attracting the very things you are thinking and feeling. So if you are in a low frequency, often AKA feeling jealous, that is what you are attracting. And I also want to note that jealousy is a normal human emotion. It comes up for a reason. So let's unpack it and reframe it together. Hi, and welcome to the Finding Your Power podcast. I'm your host, Kay Sky Donner. And in this podcast, I want to inspire you to step out of your comfort zone, go after your dreams, and lean into what makes you uniquely you. I am going to empower you to take bold action and to embody your most confident self. Let's step into our power together. So let's start with the definition. What is jealousy? I got this straight from the dictionary. 
and it is feeling or showing envy of someone or their achievements and advantages. Jealousy generally refers to the thoughts or feelings of insecurity, fear, and concern over a relative lack of possessions or safety. Jealousy can consist of one or more emotions such as anger, resentment, inadequacy, helplessness, or disgust. So with that in mind, I also want to give you my own definition and how I define jealousy. This is how I define it. This is my body and mind letting me know that I have a deep desire in this area that I am not allowing myself to have, admit that I want, or I feel unworthy of it in some way. I believe that there are different levels of jealousy and what I just described just now is the one I'm going to be covering mostly in today's episode. One of the other levels of jealousy is around things we actually cannot control or change in our lives, which I will get into that later in the episode. I will touch on it, but for now, I want to focus on the things that we actually really can control and change in some way, shape, or form. So if we go off of my definition of jealousy for the sake of this episode, and just as a reminder, my definition is, this is my body and mind letting me know that I have a deep desire in this area that I am not allowing myself to have or admit that I want, or I feel unworthy of it in some way. Then I'm going to share with you how we can reframe it and transmute this energy so we are not stuck in this icky feeling of jealousy because it just doesn't feel good. I want you to think about something you have felt or are feeling jealous of right now. Maybe it's a romantic relationship you wish you had that someone else has. Maybe it's a friend that is super confident and shows up really confident in her life and you wish you could show up in the same way. Maybe it is someone in your circle who makes 10 times more money as you do and they're always buying like really nice, luxurious things. Whatever it is, take a moment, bring it to your mind with no judgment. And remember, this is just your body letting you know that you have a deep desire in this area in some way, shape, or form. So I'm going to give you a moment to like think of some way you're feeling jealous in your life or in the past. So the first step is to acknowledge that the reason you are feeling this way is because it is probably a mirror showing you something you do not possess and that maybe you have some type of fear around never being able to possess it. So when we acknowledge something, especially when it's painful, it allows us to have the chance to change things. We cannot change what we aren't willing to bring awareness to, so that's why this is the first step. Bringing awareness to what you're actually jealous of and being able to admit it, admit why. The second step is evaluating how you are hindering yourself to have or experience the thing that you are jealous of. Is it a limiting belief stopping you from achieving this or having this? Is it a worry that if you also pursue that thing, you might fail? Or is it that it might not be possible for someone like you? This is a limiting belief, by the way. Is it anxiety around the fact that if you admitted that you actually wanted that too, it would make you feel like you were selfish or greedy or silly? Or maybe by having the thing you deeply want that someone else has makes you scared that people would judge you or your family might not agree with your decisions. Like all of these things are really big reasons why we might hold ourselves back. But the point here is to get clear on the block because if you're feeling jealous, there is one, there is a block. And once you have identified the block, it is time to clear it. And you do this through limiting belief work. 
So you work through the limiting belief, you reframe the belief, and you build evidence that your new belief is true. And if this is something you actually need help with and you don't know how to transform a limiting belief, then please send me a DM on Instagram. I help so many people with this. It is one of my specialties. Please don't be shy. There's absolutely nothing I would love more than helping you with this. Okay. The truth is you can be, do, and have anything you want. And really the only limit is yourself and what you are willing to accept for yourself. So notice even when I said that you can be, do, have anything you want. What is the reaction that first comes up? Are you like, heck yes, of course I can. I know this deep down. I feel it in my bones. Are you like, "Eh, what is she talking about? She doesn't know me. I can't be, do, have anything I want. I want you to just even bring awareness to that because The fact of the matter is that is you stopping yourself from believing it. Isn't that crazy? Like that is you standing in your own way. You're unwilling to believe that is that that's your block right there. I want to quickly interrupt this episode to let you know about something so exciting. I just opened up three one-on-one coaching spots this Monday. So if you're listening to this in real time right now, I only actually have two left because one of those spots has already been snagged, but If you have been wanting to work with me, this might be your exact sign. Listen up because I am calling in someone who is ready to up-level their life and their mindset, but you have to be ready to do the work. That is something that is required. You have to be ready to do the work. You have to be ready to show up for yourself and you have to be willing to get uncomfortable and challenge your current beliefs. People mostly come to me for if they're going through a tough breakup and they're wanting to heal and get themselves in a position to actually attract the love they desire. People come to me for mindset work so that they can actually achieve success in their life. People come to me to help them find inner peace, to trust themselves, and to step into the role of the cheerleader and not the bully. People come to me when they hate their jobs and they're ready for a pivot or a career change, but they don't really know where to start and they're super scared and they're not sure if they can make the pivot. People come to me when they want to start a side hustle or a business of their own. And another thing I really help a lot of people with is just finding clarity on the right next step in their life because it can be super daunting figuring it out all on our own. So if you are interested in one of the last two spots, fill out the application. I will leave it in the show notes and back to the show. So I want to share with you some of my core beliefs in hopes it might inspire you to implement them for yourself. So here are some of my core beliefs that could help with the topic of jealousy. And these are things I really truly believe to my core, which is why I'm calling them core beliefs. Number one, other people's success does not take away from mine or what I can possibly achieve. I believe there is more than enough for everyone. Someone having something I want is proof that it is possible for me too. I want the people around me to do well and to have their dream life. The happier and better the people are doing around me, the happier I am. And a little side note here, if you have people in your life who are not happy when you succeed and they kind of only pick up the phone or want to talk to you when you're struggling, this is a red flag for me personally, truly. Like you want to have people in your life that can celebrate you when you're doing well. I think that's the sign of a really good friend. Like how many people can you call when something goes really well and they're like, heck freaking yes, let's go. I'm so proud of you. Like be wary of the people who are just kind of there when you're not doing so well. Like we need people in our lives to be kind of in that equal area where they're there for you when you're struggling, but they're equally there for you when you're succeeding. Okay, the next one is 
When the feeling of jealousy comes up, it shines a light on what I still need to heal within myself or limiting beliefs I need to work through. And another side note on this belief is if you notice, this puts me straight out of victim mentality into a position of power. So I'll say it again. When the feeling of jealousy comes up, it is shining a light on what I still need to heal inside of me or limiting beliefs I need to work through. So this is not me saying, oh, poor me, I'm jealous, this person has what I want, how dare they, et cetera, et cetera. It's saying, no, I'm taking responsibility for this feeling inside of me coming up and it is shining a light on where I can progress and where I can work through things that are actually limiting me in my life. This gives you so much power. So I'm also someone who learns through example and stories. So I want to give you a few of those in the sense of how I feel about people having the things that I want. So these are some areas where I have very deep desires and other people having these things does not make me feel anything but happy for them. And so both of these feelings I'm trying to point out can coexist. Someone can have something you want and you can be sad that you don't have that, but you aren't feeling like negativeness towards them. I think that's where there's a lot of problems that we that people run into is like not only are you sad that you don't have the thing but you're also feeling negative towards that person and again it's not it's there's no judgment here it's just like there's something going on on a deeper level that really really needs to be looked at and shifted because it's going to be very hard for you to attract what you want from this place and for me like someone can have something i want and i can be sad that i don't have it but I can also simultaneously be very happy that they are experiencing it. So here are my examples. Okay, people might laugh at this one, but if you know Taylor Swift, which unless you're living under a rock, I'm sure you do, you will know that she is on tour right now, the Eras tour. Now, the reason why this is significant is because usually an artist will go on tour and they will perform their newest album and maybe like a few songs on old albums where they just like are super popular, but mostly it's only songs from the new album. Well, the Eras tour is Taylor Swift taking us from the very beginning all the way through all of her eras, hence why it's called the Eras tour. And I'm a, I'm a Taylor Swift fan. I've been a Taylor Swift fan since the beginning. I love her original stuff. I love all the in-between and I love where she's at now. Like I love it all. When she announced she was going on the tour, I was in New Zealand and I was literally going to be gone for every single date that was in the US. And when I tell you I was distraught, I was distraught. Like Luke probably saw me crying in bed on TikTok in New Zealand four nights a week once she was actually on tour. I know the intro to her concert by heart just because of how many times I've watched these freaking TikToks. And I'm not even just, I mean, you're gonna think I'm crazy, but like I'm sobbing at these videos because I just know how special it would be to, to be there. And so I'm hoping and praying while I'm in New Zealand that she's gonna come to New Zealand or at least Australia. And then finally she announces she's gonna be coming to Australia, not New Zealand. And I'm like, you know what? I can make that work. I can fly over to Australia from New Zealand. It's not that far and I can go to one of these shows. It would just not have been financially responsible for me to fly all the way to America and to attend a show. If you know how expensive the tickets are, you know why, plus a few thousand dollars for a flight and all the other things that go along with it. So I just, it wouldn't have been financially responsible. Long story short, 
we ended up moving back to the U.S. And that's when she was out of the U.S. and going towards Australia. So now I was missing the Australia dates. And so basically, I had grieved the fact that I would never go to the Taylor Swift Aero Store, which I know sounds crazy that I was that distraught about it, but I really was. While I'm thinking about how badly I wanted this, what I can say to be true is that every time I would see a TikTok video or a girl crying that she was going to Taylor Swift, I had no negativity towards that person. I actually felt an abundance of love and excitement for them. Like, I am just so happy that although I can't experience this, someone else who loves Taylor Swift is able to. And that is just, that feels good in my body. It's like, it feels like a loving energy. I'm so happy for all the girls who were able to go. So long story short, I've grieved it. I've, I've moved on. I still cry a little bit when I see a Taylor Swift video, but you know, I'm doing okay. Well, last week, my cousin, who's also my best friend, called me and said, Taylor Swift is back in the US after she's gone through Europe and Australia. And I didn't know she was coming back to the US and Canada these dates popped up later and she said now that you're back in the u.s i think we need to go to one of these shows because we will always regret it if we don't what's so interesting about this is i had already grieved so much that i wasn't going to be going that it just kind of shocked me that that was even still an opportunity for me long story short we got the tickets i now i'm crying on every single TikTok video of Taylor Swift just because I'm so excited that I get to see her. I have to reflect on this for a moment and think, did the universe bring this opportunity to me? Did I attract this opportunity to actually go see her because of all the love and good energy I was putting into this when I could have easily just felt jealous and resentful and negative towards all these girls that got to go? And so that's just a little food for thought. Another example is when I was single in high school and college and my friends would be in a relationship, I would deeply, deeply, deeply crave to meet my person and be in a relationship at certain points. I can just remember really craving it. It wasn't all the time, but you know, you just have that feeling come up every now and now and again. And I never for one moment, hand on my heart, remember feeling resentful or negative towards my friends who were in a healthy, happy relationship. All I felt was happy for them and that I got to witness my friend be in love and how special that was to witness and knowing that like that was gonna come for me too. I didn't know when, but I knew it would come. And I just think that's really interesting because how easy could it be to just feel negative towards that person or jealous and, and spiteful? Another thing that I feel deeply about is when I see coaches, specifically when I first started my coaching business, in my industry selling out all of their offers. And I, I just wanna highlight that this was especially prevalent in the beginning, but it still comes up for me. Like, whoa, that's my reaction. Like, whoa, this is possible for me too. How expanding is this? But I have also talked to other coaches starting their business who don't feel like it's expanding to them. They feel like it's a personal attack on them as a coach. Like that coach is taking something from them. Like they're jealous. They have these negative feelings. And I'm, there's no judgment from me if you do feel like that. I'm just trying to shine a light on a different way you could think. And now I've been a coach for two and a half years. And what's interesting is that I think that love and good energy that I'm putting into 
like, wow, this is expansive for me. This is possible for me too. I'm so happy that they are able to change other people's lives. I get to do that too. Me feeling that way, instead of feeling like, oh, who am I to do this? Like they're already doing it. How dare they make money doing something they love? I feel negative towards them. I've been able to continue coaching and be successful in my own way at it. Whereas a lot of the coaches that I started with haven't been able to continue. And I really think it has a lot to do with their feelings around being jealous and their perspective on things. Okay, so those are a few examples of me deeply, deeply desiring something and feeling like, oh, I really, really want this, but not allowing it to transition into like deep-seated jealousy or feelings of negativity. And again, no judgment if you're someone who experiences jealousy. Just know that it doesn't have to be this way. You can think a different way. You can be a different person and you can bring a different energy. Now, I do want to talk about something a little more serious and this... I'm, tr- I'm gonna put like a little trigger warning here because this is more of a serious type of jealousy and that is some jealousy is around things that we might not be able to change or control and that's okay. And this is really when I talk about having compassion for yourself where we really do need to lean in. So a few of my examples for this category of jealousy that's around things that we may not be able to change or that we absolutely cannot change is having a really tough relationship maybe with one of your siblings or a parent or maybe one of your parents passing away when you were young or not being able to have your own children or your childhood not being quite as lovely as your neighbor. These are real things that you actively cannot go back and change. So my question to you is, and holding space for yourself and knowing that this is not easy to answer, but if you really do try and give yourself the space to answer it, it could be life-changing. And that is how can you find purpose and some type of acceptance in the situation that you cannot change? And let's take losing a parent while you were young or losing a parent just in general, for example, you don't even have to be like super young. Oh my gosh. And this is like trigger warning, obviously, because this is a touchy subject. So if you need to pause this episode or exit out of this episode, please do protect your peace. So I am so lucky to have both of my parents living. I cannot even imagine the grief of losing a parent at any time. Like I don't even know what I'm going to do, even hoping and praying that it's just because of old age and living a happy life but let's just take losing a parent for example i can completely understand why you might have feelings of jealousy coming up around people having both of their parents that makes so much sense and i don't necessarily have the perfect answer or a specific piece of advice to offer you because i have not gone through that but what i will say is that when I have gone through hard things that I wish I hadn't or that don't make sense or I can't control, I really, really try to ask myself that question of how can I find purpose and meaning and acceptance in this? Where is the light in the dark? Maybe if it is losing a parent, it's 
realizing that, oh my gosh, I have this clarity that most people who have both their parents will never have about how special, about how fleeting life can be and how crucial it is to spend time with the ones you love. Or maybe you can offer some sort of love, support, guidance to someone else going through the same thing and really be a light in their darkness. So where is the light in the dark? Because it can actually be you. You can be the light in the dark. You can use your pain for purpose and transmute it to love because you are that powerful. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I would love to know your thoughts on it or if you have any specific questions on anything I covered, please, please let me know. This topic is very (laughs) broad. We could go way different directions with it and way deeper, but hopefully you had a look inside the way I process and think about jealousy and the way I kind of reframe things and my core beliefs around it. And if you can implement some of those core beliefs in your life, I know that you'll have positive changes. If you did love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you shared it on your Instagram story and tagged me at Donner. I would love to see it. I would love to repost you. And something exciting is I have a very fun series coming up starting next week. And it's going to be a little three-part podcast series helping you attract more abundance, love, and peace into your life all through shifting. Well, I'll just, I'm just going to leave it here as a little teaser. I'm not going to tell you everything actually. So come back next Thursday because I will be kicking off that new series. And then if you are wanting to work with me one-on-one, I would be so honored, like so deeply honored please apply as soon as possible because once those two spots are out, they're out. And just because you apply doesn't secure your spot because I'm really looking for someone that I know I can help. And so once you fill out the application, I'll reach out to you. We can have a better conversation around your goals and that'll give you time to ask me any questions. I can go a little bit deeper on like certain things you want to work on and work through and what your dream life is, all the things so that I can make sure we're a good match. So yes, if that is feeling aligned, give it a go. You don't really have anything to lose by applying. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I love you so much. I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Finding Your Power podcast. If you liked today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you screenshotted it and shared it with me on Instagram at Donner, or if you sent it to a friend. Also, it really helps the podcast and me when you leave me a review on the Apple podcast platform. It takes about 15 seconds, but it will truly make my entire day. If you do leave a review, please let me know because I would love to personally thank you and add you to my gratitude list. See you next week.